What's up fam and welcome into my first installment of my March 2021 stock to buy series. Hey, today's video, man, we're going to talk about the feature stock of the day, and then I'm going to even provide you a little background and my bull thesis on why I think this stock is relevant enough and a great buying opportunity for, and it's going to present you in the next coming days for you to jump in on this stock and sometime in March 2021. And look, also, check it out. If you need to stick around because I'm providing you with my shark price targets, my AKA strike price targets, and I definitely need you to stick around because I'm going to give you opportunity to understand how long I plan on holding this stock from a shark standpoint. Now, let's talk about what you need to do for me. I need you to subscribe to the channel. I need you to hit that notification bell so you can be in on the plays with me and be notified every time I drop fire content like this. And if you want to help out the channel in any type of way, man, feel free to use my Weeble link. It'll be tagged down below and it'll be the pinned comment of the day. Hey, so without further ado, let's get into the video. Today's feature recording is DraftKings, stock simple, D-K-N-G. And it's currently trading at $70.10 at the time of this recording. DraftKings is a digital sports entertainment and gaming company that are involved in design, development, and licensing of sports betting and casino gaming software for online and retail sports books. Also, casino gaming products is part of their umbrella. This company has a multi-year relationship with the National Football League, Pro Golf Association, and Major League Baseball. Also, they have partnerships with media companies such as ESPN, Fox, and Bleacher Report. So they're using these media companies to grow their audience exposure in the U.S. Now, when we talk about DraftKings and what I want to break down to you today is there are four business consumer offerings. Right. And we're going to start with the first one, which is Daily Fantasy Sports. So Daily Fantasy Sports is a peer to peer play for where they have competitions against each user and offer a money prize money the revenue difference for DraftKings in this segment is the difference between entry fees collected and the amount paid out to users as prizes and customers incentives in the period the second segment that they offer is a sports book a sports book is basically where a user can place a bet by wagering money on an event at any given fixed odds typically you see this in New Jersey or in Las Vegas so if the user wins, DraftKings pays out the bet. Now, DraftKings revenue is generated in the sports book by setting odds that are intended to provide a built-in margin. The sports book that they have is online and in four retail locations in four different states with casino partners. The third segment that they offer is iGaming. iGaming is essentially an online casino format where they offer a full suite of casino games such as Blackjack, Roulette, Baccarat. I don't know what Baccarat is. I have never even heard that. I think I said that right. Comment down below if you know what Baccarat is and slot machines. Then their fourth business segment is advertising and sponsorship. Their sponsorship and custom-built games and content usually has fixed fee pricing. Their video content advertisements are guaranteed number of impressions making money essentially each time a consumer sees an advertisement, whether that's playing, watching, reading, or listening to content, or even playing a game. Those all count as an impression. DraftKings recently announced a partnership with UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, on March 4th. They came to an agreement 
making DraftKings UFC's first ever sports book and daily fantasy partner. DraftKings will offer in-game promotions, activations, in-broadcast odds integration, and UFC branding across its daily fantasy embedded products. To me, this is a huge development in DraftKings business plan. See, they are able now to capture a bigger audience in one of the up-and-coming major sports brands globally. Just from a branding deal, DraftKings already has it making the most sense as there is demand for more sports betting and mixed martial arts and UFC is currently in the pinnacle of being the leader in MMA sports. Now, you know we always like to talk about what the big dogs are doing and how big dogs are moving and how what the institutions are up to because then they kind of solidify the thesis that you actually have in a lot of plays. So let's talk about how ARK Invest added 949,000 shares of DraftKings to its flagship fund, ARK Innovation, stock symbol ARKKK, the ETF, bringing in ARK's Invest total holdings of DraftKings to 1.7 million shares in that portfolio, making it the 50th out of 56 holdings in the flagship ETF. According to Yahoo Finance, ARK CEO Kathy Wood, in an interview with Benzinga, stated that ARK believes that sports betting is losing its taint. She goes on to say that she sees more states turning toward legalizing sports betting, especially as many face huge deficits. This makes the most sense. Like, think about it for a second. A lot of these states need revenue, need additional revenue to build out a better infrastructure and support state-funded programs. And allowing DraftKings to move in and set up a sports book and allow sports betting or even daily fantasy sports in these states, it doesn't cost them anything. So if it don't cost you anything and you're bringing in revenue for your state, it's almost a win-win for state regulators as they get to bring in money and they didn't even have to provide any type of cash flow to capitalize off of this mandate. So let's talk about the increased revenue that DraftKings has seen. DraftKings has increased revenue in the fourth quarter by 146% year over year to 322 million up from 131 million in the previous year. DraftKings even raised its revenue guidance for 2021 from 750 million to 850 million to 900 to or $1 billion which equates to about a 40 to 55% increase. Now, this is due to the launch of sports betting and iGaming in Michigan and mobile sports betting in Virginia being legalized. This guidance also includes the sports calendar not being impacted in any way. If so, then we obviously would have to expect that the, the revenue guidance would be lower than what's already been given. This is, uh, this is also a way of appraising what is going on with the technology and the AI influence that they're using in the tech sector to actually bring DraftKings up. So let's talk about cash is king, right? We always talk about on this channel how cash is king and you always want to understand that the company that you're actually considering making a position in, how can it be around in the next 10 to 15 years? And one of the ways that we assess that is through their balance sheet. I always want to see if the company I plan to make an investment in is not swimming in debt. The reason I view it through this lens, in my belief and in my personal life, I'm debt free, right? And I'm in a position to leverage my income to the fullest without owing any consumer debt at all. So I try to invest in companies 
who are not at risk of being upside down on short-term debt. So that leads me into the key term of the day, which is current liabilities. On this channel, I'm not above just letting you know my moves in the stock market. I always state that we will learn together. So here's another key term for you to remember as we continue to grow. Short-term debt is debt that the company lists on their balance sheet as current liabilities. Current liabilities is defined by Investopedia as a company's short-term financial obligation that are due within one year or within a normal operating cycle. In current debt on the books, they have over $550 million in short-term debt. DraftKings' current assets in cash and other liquid assets for a year is over $2.1 billion. The analysts are saying that they see DraftKings coming in at a low price of $41 on an average price of $71.95, and they almost touched that at the time of this recording, and a high price of $105. So let's talk about my shark price, aka shark price. The first shark price I have for you is $62. That's what we'll start our position at, baby. Then, if it pulls back to $55, that's the second shark price. But you always know there's an opportunity somewhere. And if it's blood in the water, and you may not ever see this price, but if it's blood in the water, we're going to strike while everybody's running for the hill at $48. bucks. All right? Let's talk about my whole time on this stock. My whole time on this stock is three years minimum. You got to give this time to fly. Got to give it time to fly because as soon as they get out of debt and they start to turn the profit and this company sees maximum growth potential and they increase their margins, this stock can take off and possibly be a $150 stock in the next two years. Next three, we could be possibly talking about another $200 stock. So let's just talk about what I think about going on with this stock and give you my thesis on it. I think this company is going to need about a year and a half to two to become profitable. Then they're going to start returning value to us as the shareholders. The reason why it won't happen any sooner is because they still got to build more partnerships and they're having to reinvest in the platform to keep it fresh, to keep those partnerships going and to bring in more money. And that all this is going to take more money on their end to make it work. As long as they take care of the balance sheet, and keep growing the company, you will see the company keep providing return on the investment in the short term in, in, in the form of the share price. Even if we are locked into this new normal where it's not many sports venues or casinos that you can go to and visit in person, this company is still poised to bring in revenue growth year over year. I actually want to say the pandemic has actually made their, their growth more exponential and carried a lot of it forward than they actually would have expected in the last year. Now, is this a recovery play or is this a pandemic play? It's either or, and we can navigate it in both lanes if you like. Like, I like this company a lot. Like I always say, don't just take my word for it though. You got to do your own homework and you got to see it through your own lens. And I'm just some dude on YouTube giving you my opinion. Hey fam, if you got value out of this content, hey, go ahead and hit me with that like button. And man, make sure that you check out the next uh, installment in this video series because man, you'll see that I got another stock that I'm locked into that I plan on getting another 100% return in on. Uh, and until next time, y'all stay safe. Peace.